Oh, man. Do I have a lot of stuff to unpack today? Uh, I was going to have a, a special guest on yesterday, but uh, I think our wires got crossed a little bit, and we ended up uh, not doing it, and I just had a long day, so I was just like, fuck it, I'll just do my uh, my podcast on Sundays. Normally, I like to keep them on Saturday nights, you know, that way I got it in your grubby little hands on Sunday, but, you know, it is what it is. So, um, let's start with the big one. Uh, the Oscars are going on right now. And uh, the best picture of... You know what? Who gives a fuck about these self-congratulatory cocksuckers? Oh, I, I wish Ricky Gervais was doing the hosting of that thing, man. He just fucking laid into him during the Golden Globes. If you haven't if you haven't seen it yet, Ricky Gervais, the comedian, he was hosting the Golden Globes for a couple of years in a row. And it was absolutely fucking magical go watch it it's up on youtube and he just hammers these fucking celebrities just calling them every fucking name in the book telling them what weasels they are calling them uh, you know how they have no business you know uh, telling other people what to do when they're so fucking corrupt and pieces of shit um telling them how they were all friends with uh, um, jeffrey epstein or whatever the fuck his name was the little pedophile who killed himself and then harvey weinstein he fucking lays into him and it's the greatest thing um but I, I was surfing the internet here just a little while ago and seeing how, ooh, the Oscars are on. And I'm like, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> In fact, the one thing that I saw was um, uh, Regina King, who I actually like as an actress. You know, I saw her last, of course, to be fair, last thing I saw her in that I, that I remember was uh, the old uh, Enemy of the State. If you haven't seen that movie, it's actually a really good movie. It's basically Will Smith, and he's an attorney. And he's talking about how he's got some some piece of information, some tape or some bullshit like that. I forget the exact plot. But basically the government has all of this, you know, surveillance type of stuff. They can spy on every type of communication you have, blah, blah, blah. And when, when people were watching it back in the 90s, they are like, there's no way that could be the fucking thing. And sure as shit, yeah, you really do have that kind of thing. In fact, um, a lot of people are saying, hey, you know, this movie shouldn't have been a fucking documentary. Well, anyways... Supposedly she gets up on stage and starts babbling on about black people getting shot, blah, blah, blah. And it reminded me of uh, LeBron James. Now, LeBron James is a weasel piece of shit cocksucker, and I don't fucking like him. And I'll tell you why. People over in Hong Kong uh, go back a little ways, and Hong Kong has kind of been its own little sort of kind of separate thing. And then they were under British rule until the 90s when the British handed it back to China. Well, they apparently don't like some of the new shit that's been going on, and so they started protesting. Well, China jumped in and started cracking down on motherfuckers, right? Now, me personally, I don't know all the details, but I'm kind of the notion that, you know, if these people are saying, hey, we want freedom, we want you guys to get the fuck away from us, maybe I ought to fucking listen to them, right? Which is one of the reasons that I'm a big gun guy. Love... Hmm. Chunky. Anyway, one of the big reasons why I support people's and I say people, I mean the public's right to own a weapon. You know, if you have somebody who says, hey, I'm not going to allow this shit, and I'm going to crack down on you, chances of that happening go down dramatically if there's a dude pointing an AR-15 in your face. You know what I mean? And this is supposedly a country that has real-life concentration camps, you know? Maybe they're not putting people in ovens like they did with, uh, you know, Nazis and, and Jewish people, but, uh, you know, in my eyes, you know, you start arming these motherfuckers, you know, shit starts going sideways. 
Well, anyway, there's this guy named uh, Daryl Morey, right? And he was this dude who works for the NBA. I think he was like a GM or some shit like that. And he tweeted support for the protesters. Said, hey, man, you know, you go, you do you, right? And I forget the exact wording that he did. And LeBron James came out and was like, hey, you know, um, I think he's kind of ignorant on the situation. It's like, motherfucker, you ain't exactly an, an expert on China either, you know? You're just lining up to suck their cock because they're paying you a lot, you whiny little bitch. So then that, that kind of turned me off on him. Well, then this uh, 16-year-old girl um, uh, got shot by some cops, and LeBron James po- posts the picture of the cop, says, you're next, accountability, and then took it down immediately when it was clear as day it was a justified shooting, and it was saying that it was promoting hate, and it wasn't focused on any one officer. It's like, you dumb motherfucker. Of course it was. You know why? Because you posted a picture of the fucking cop, you lying cocksucker. So... When I saw that, and I'm like, well, hold on a minute. Let, let's see what's up. You know, he's talking about how he's still mad, you know, because of, for, on behalf of the girl's family. And I was like, wait a fucking minute here. This girl stabbed two people on camera within seconds, ignored multiple police commands. Stop, stop, stop. Drop the knife. All that kind of shit. I've seen the fucking video. She is mid-swing with a knife in her hand on another girl. Cop had zero choice. This is an absolute justified police shooting. And you know why LeBron James is getting involved? You know why people are saying, oh, we got to stop all this shit? Because people fucking tolerate it. The aunt of the girl who got shot flat out fucking lied to people and said that the knife was not in her hands. That is bullshit. Then, instead of them coming out and saying, hey, you know what? She fucking lied. This is bullshit. She was trying to stab somebody. It's a justified police shooting. No, no, no. You got these celebrities coming out and going, ooh, look at me. I'm going to be the next virtue signal. You know, this poor, you know, girl, she was just a child. No, she was a fucking assailant with a knife. And you actually have the goddamn nerve to denounce this cop who told her, stop, stop, stop. And then she completely ignored him. And then she turned around and and got shot for it. Now... You actually have people at the scene on the same video saying, why'd you shoot her? She was just a kid. No, no, that's the fucking problem. You see, this is what people are pissed off about. People are pissed off about people tolerating criminal behavior. And to be fair, sometimes, you know, if it's a heat of the moment thing and some other shit goes down, you know, there might be a little nuance, right? And there are some instances where it's completely, you know, Completely justify that somebody goes to jail. Like the cop that was kneeling on George Floyd's neck, right? Nine and a half minutes. There's no fucking justification for that. Totally get why he was convicted. But to sit there and defend a girl who's smack in the middle of trying to stab somebody is just utter fucking ridiculousness. And the reason that I fucking hammer on people is because they can't seem to look past it. They can't look at simple facts. We all know the, the stereotype of the fat black mama who gets up on the fucking news and goes, he didn't do nothing. And it's like, motherfucker, your kid is on video doing something. To sit there and say you're going to turn around and, and justify their behavior and hide behind the race card of, well, you know, it's just another dead black man. Like, no, 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 no. This is why people don't take you seriously anymore. Not at all. It's why people will sit there and they say, oh, it was racist. And it's like, no, it's not. In fact, if you see somebody who says it was racist, 
demand proof. They're the first people that jump out and say, oh my God, it was this horrible fucking thing. No, demand proof. You're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, you're on your social medias, where the fuck you got? And somebody says, this is another unjustified police shooting. Make them prove it. Shut their fucking mouths. Because they're going to buy into their same bullshit. They're going to buy into the same echo chambery kind of thing. I got a family member right now who absolutely defends every fucking person who's black who gets shot. We have one here locally. Pointed a gun at a cop and was killed and she still defended this worthless piece of shit. It's like, knock it off. You, you just, you can't fucking justify the shit anymore. And people in the black community, you can't fucking defend somebody who's, who's, uh, you know, being a fucking criminal, you know? And people tell me, they go, hey, wait a minute, why, why are you picking on the black community? I'll tell you why. In the white community, or the Hispanic community, or the Asian community, if somebody is being a criminal piece of shit, they go, hey, that person's a criminal piece of shit. There is no sense of community. We don't sit there and say, he's my brother, he's my, she's my sister, whatever. So if you want to say, hey, we have this community, we got to stick together, great. Well, then you got to cut the fucking cancer out of your community. When you've got somebody who is going to deal drugs, assault people, whatever, you got to turn their dumb asses into jail, into the police, and have them go to jail. If you don't, then you're just as guilty as anybody else. And then you wonder why the cops are constantly patrolling your neighborhood. You know, they don't patrol my neighborhood. You know why? Because if I see some criminal shit happening, I call the cops. It's like, hey, man, I see somebody breaking into your house. Great. Well, you're going to go to fucking jail for that shit. Hey, I see a guy waving a fucking gun around. Great. You're going to fucking jail about that. I don't sit there and say, nah, man, I'm keeping it real. You know, I'm, I, ain't, I ain't no snitch. Yeah. You got to get rid of that fucking attitude. And that attitude is the reason why the cops are patrolling your neighborhood. You don't like the cops patrolling your neighborhood? Get rid of the fucking criminals. Cops go where the fucking crime is. So to sit there and defend some other bullshit about how he didn't do nothing, or why did you shoot him in the leg, or why did you shoot him with the fucking taser? Tasers don't work all the time. There are plenty of fucking videos online of somebody getting hit with a taser and just shrugging it off. In fact, there's one, and I would love to find it. Um, I'll give you the gist, and if I ever find it all, I'll post it. But basically... There's a very large man, he's high on something, cops show up, and they say, we're going to tase him. So they tase him, he grabs a hold of the two wires that hit him in the chest, and he pulls it out of his chest, and he goes, please don't do that, I don't like that. And the cop is like, oh my fucking God, because the larger you are, with all the muscle mass, it's supposed to lock up your muscles, it's supposed to send your body into like this weird convulsions. Didn't do it. He just was like, nope, don't like it, please don't do that anymore, I don't like it. Then you have police officers who are so afraid to shoot because they're worried about, um, you know, the consequences of shooting a legitimate bad guy who needs to be shot. All right. If you're pointing a gun at a cop, if you've got a knife and you're charging somebody, you need to be shot. You're that fucking stupid. Okay. There's a video. There's a there's a video on Officer 401. Officer 401 is a uh, YouTube guy. Great guy really kind of gives you the uh, ins and outs of uh, what it is to be a police officer. He shows a shooting in a Walgreens. This cop is called to the scene. I don't know if it, I can't remember if he chased him into the Walgreens or was happening at the Walgreens, but basically it was at a Walgreens, some pharmacy. And he's running through 
going back and forth trying to chase this guy. This guy pointed a gun at the cop multiple times, and the cop hesitated. Why? Because he was worried about you know, riots and all these other kind of things because the guy pointing the gun happened to be black. You cannot fucking do that. In fact, Officer 401 pauses the video and says, shoot him. He's pointing a gun. Another officer comes upon the scene. The guy points the gun at that officer. That officer fires. Barely missed his head, caught his earlobe, which, dude, you get shot in the fucking earlobe. Jesus Christ, that's got to hurt like a motherfucker, right? Put him down, arrested the whole nine. So, when I tell you that crime is a cancer in the black community, you need to pay attention to it. I'm not saying all black people are criminals, none of that shit, and you all fucking know better. But, what I am saying is, if you're going to say that you're a community, then you got to take the good and the bad. you got to take the fact that if you want to say, I am my brother's keeper, well, then guess what? When shit goes sideways, you're going to be mixed up in that shit. If you want to say, I'm no snitch, well, guess what? Then you got to deal with having criminals in your fucking neighborhood. All right? And you want to, you know, I can go on and on and on about statistics and shit like that. I can tell you that, you know, black people are something like 15% of the population, but like 50% of crime, you know, things like that. I mean, that ought to fucking tell you something, you know, if Asians are, in fact, Asians are even worse. You know, I think there's something like 11% of the fucking population, but they're like 3% of the population or of crime. But at the end of the fucking day, you know, you gotta fucking do something about this or it's still gonna continue. It's absolutely gonna fucking continue. And so when you have these uncomfortable conversations about race, about crime, about things like that, you, you gotta start asking yourself these things, you know? Um, and I can, I, here, here's a perfect example of how I can prove the, the that there's one group, you know, who, who tends to be a little more criminally you know, inclined than the other. We all remember OJ, all right? We all remember um, Rodney King. We all remember Derek Chauvin. We all remember all these other things, all right? High-profile trials where there's no question on if the person did it or not, all right? When Derek Chauvin was on trial, there was preparations for the National Guard to come in. Businesses were boarding up their windows. Companies were basically preparing for riots if the verdict came down one way or the other. Weirdly, they didn't do that for OJ. Why do you suppose that is? They did it for the uh, Rodney King. They've done it for any other um, situation where a white person is on trial for doing something against uh, a black person, right or wrong, you know, I'm in the notion that you know if you're leaning on somebody's neck for nine fucking minutes, you killed the guy, you know. If you're doing some dumb shit and you end up killing a guy, then you got to go to fucking jail for that. But the bottom line is, is that there's only a certain group of people that tend to riot when they don't get their fucking way. Left wing people and uh, criminal black people, you know, it, 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 it's, there's, there's no denying it at this point. All right. Look at the situation. Do you think that they would have brought out the fucking national guard and businesses would have boarded shit up if people had a history 
of just going, well, you know, criminal justice system, you know, we, they presented their case. It didn't go the way we like to, but, you know, well, we'll see if we can get them on federal charges or something like that. No. They had a fucking rioted. Portland, Oregon is far left-leaning. Far left-leaning. Full of woke fucking morons. And what happened? They got the fucking verdict they wanted, and they still rioted. In fact, I <clears throat> bought myself a brand new gun uh, yesterday. Went down to the gun store and wanted something a little more concealed carry for my for when I carry. Uh, I wanted something that, uh, you know, because I got a Glock G19 and I bought it. Wonderful gun. Bought it because I wanted something that I knew if I had to pull it and I pulled that trigger, it was going to go bang. Simple as that. I wanted to know those things. So problem was that I was um, imprinting. And what that basically means is that I would put it either um, on my hip, in my appendix, wherever, and put my shirt over it. And you can still tell I had a gun underneath my fucking shirt. So bought myself a uh, Glock G43X. Single stack. I get uh, 10 rounds in the fucking thing. And supposedly they make magazines that will get me up to 15 rounds. All right, perfect. So... Now let's ask ourselves, why did I buy that? I bought that because I drive into Portland all the time. And they have a history, rioters have a history of surrounding cars. And if they if things don't go the way they like, they start smashing windows and doing pretty ugly things. And I travel with uh, my children. And if for some reason, God forbid, I turn a corner and now I'm trapped, I have a choice. If there's 50 people in front of me, there's no way that I can just gas it and go over 50 people. All right. If there's one or two people, yeah, I can, I can, I can bake it out. However, if you surround my car, then one of two things are going to happen. Either a, I'm going, obviously, you know, either way, I'm going to be calm about it and say, hey guys, I'm not a part of your little thing. I'd like to move on. But if they decide that they want to smash a window and grab at me, I'm shooting. And I'm shooting in the direction where the glass broke, and I'm killing somebody. Because I would much rather have my attorney deal with their bullshit and spend a bunch of money and hear, you know, some fucking woman jumping on going, Oh, my baby, he was such a good boy. He was on his way to church, and he he didn't really smash the fucking window and, you know, reach for the, the the boy or reach for the man in the car. No, he didn't do any of that stuff, even though he's on fucking video. Well... Here's the thing. I make a good living. I have a concealed carry. I've got, you know, tons and tons of things on my side when it comes to just optics. So if you surround my car, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to fucking kill you. Then I'm going to turn around. I'm going to tell the attorney, hey, listen, this is what happened. My attorney's going to handle all this bullshit. And I'll be home by dinner while your body is sitting in the fucking morgue getting cooled off. So when LeBron James comes out and goes, oh, you're next. Fuck you, LeBron. Worthless little cocksucker telling everybody, you know, how he was going to be this, you know, hopeful guy that, you know, oh, my God, let's talk about oppression. Yeah, let's talk about oppression when you got fucking armed guards around you and you live in a gigantic fucking mansion and you're not even smart enough, you fucking moron, to look at the evidence before you even open your mouth. Look at the goddamn evidence before you do. Because otherwise you're just another fucking idiot who just runs his mouth like a bitch. 
It's like, Jesus Christ. And the thing that aggravates me about the whole situation is that now when you read news articles, you know, from I read news articles across multiple sites. When you read about these things, there used to be a comment section. And the comment section was really awesome because what it would do is it would have um, people who would jump in and correct the article. And they would say, no, 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 what this guy's saying is bullshit, and here's why. They've gotten rid of that. Look around. Last probably six months, a very, very big portion of places have gotten rid of their comment section. Even little sites like TMZ, when the TMZ's kind of gotten a little on the woke side, and they got started getting their shit kicked in because people were saying, no, 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 this is bullshit, here's why, and they would post their own content saying how what they were saying was bullshit. Well, they didn't like that. They didn't like that people were calling them fake news, and they weren't liking the fact that they were being shown that they're basically just a mouthpiece for whatever fucking ideology they were pushing. And so now all of a sudden there's no more comment section, which personally I fucking like because I'm reading about how Vice is uh, laying off people. In fact, there, let me see if I can find it. So Vice just announced um, that they were uh, laying off uh, more people. Uh, in fact, um, Vice used to actually be really awesome, and I really liked them, you know, because they were um, they were kind of a plucky little, you know, place. And this is what I really miss. I really miss the investigative journalism type of person who didn't have a viewpoint one way or the other, who was just like, listen, here's you know, here's what happened. We, you know, did this year-long investigation. We have our sources, and we found out that some random politician was getting jerked off by dudes in a, in a fucking motel bathroom. What the fuck ever, right? That's what I miss. I miss knowing that when I was reading something, it was legitimately what happened, right? It wasn't a spin. There was no massaging of words. There was nobody saying, oh, you know, it's not a gun control group. Now it's a gun safety group. And, oh, you know, it was, wasn't was a riot. It was mostly peaceful protests. It was none of that bullshit. You know, I, I really, and if you guys know of, of, of a place, it'd be great. But I really want a news organization that just says who, what, where, when, and why, and how. That's it. But I also want some investigation journalism into there as well. Newsy does a really, really good job. Um... But, and to be fair, I haven't watched them as much as I should, but I also want some uh, investigative type of uh, situation. I want them to, to come out and say, listen, we've investigated, you know, this topic. We've investigated this guy. We've investigated these things, you know, on and on and on. Um, and it seems to be really lacking. And Vice, you know, they took a far left turn. And, you know, maybe I'm late to the game, but they took a far left turn when it came to politics. And it's really bitten them in the ass because... They really did have this good reputation, and then all of a sudden it just kind of went all to shit, you know. Um, they had a, a great, um, and I forget, I think it was ABC News. ABC News had a great article on Jeffrey Epstein, um, and they there was a lady who came out who was a journalist and said, hey, we had all this stuff, and... Um, you know, on Jeffrey Epstein, but we had other people. And she was quoted as saying, we had Trump and we had Clinton. And then the the thing got, the, the story got killed. And I'm sitting there going, wait, wait, wait a fucking minute here. You had two of the most powerful people on the planet. And more importantly, you had a former Democratic president all the while, you know, for some kind of evidence. You had something on him. But you turned around 
and this is from a same group of people who said we need to believe all women all women doesn't matter what the circumstances are we need to believe all women and it was really telling about how democrats love to say oh if there's there's even a minor hint of impropriety then you know we got to believe it it's it's you know it it's absolute fact hammer 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 there's news articles for weeks all that kind of shit right and so everybody fucking knows bill clinton's pervert right Everybody knows he was into some shit, right? Now, let, let me preface this. When he got caught with Monica Lewinsky, it didn't really bug me, honestly, you know? Yeah, he was lying about it in court and whatnot. It's like, all right, you know, you're married to Hillary and you're cheating on her. Hard for me to fucking, uh, hard for me to say, you know, you, that's a bad thing, dude. She seems like such a massive cunt, you know, just the kind of girl that just drives you up the fucking wall. Who just, you look at her and you're like, God, I swear to God. You know, that kind of girl, you know, where she just, you know, you, you hate her. But for whatever reason, you can't get rid of her. Whether that be financial, whatever. So I can, I can you know, see Bill saying, you know, hey man, really not into that, right? And he just wanted to cheat on her, right? So, he, uh, so when he got caught cheating, he's like, ah, you know what, fine, whatever. But Jeffrey Epstein was different. Jeffrey Epstein was a fucking pedophile. He was getting young, young girls, you know, 14, 15, 16, shit like that. So when this when this reporter said, hey, we had Clinton, I'm like, whoa, 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 what do you mean you had Clinton? What the fuck? You know? I mean, if you want to have some real fun, um, see, I, I enjoy this kind of thing, um, but if you know where to look, you can find Jeffrey Epstein's little black book with all these cool little phone numbers in it. And while it doesn't prove anything one way or the other, there were some interesting names in there. Alec Baldwin's name was in there. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Um, the weird one, and it just totally threw me off guard, Phil Collins, like the fucking drummer from the Genesis, you know? I was looking at that, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Really, that's him? All right, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, I'm looking at this, and this is what I miss. I miss having journalists who had fucking integrity where they didn't treat it like oh it's gonna be the next buzzfeed or some shit like that you know it's like jesus christ calm down you know so anyways it was just one of those things where it's like oh my god okay fine dude so then all that shit's going on right so then let me take a drink here real quick go on so then i had one little shocker um happened to me first thing you know for anybody asking about the uh uh the comedy club that is still going on but um i've got a couple of things in motion that have to happen first so the deal is still going on but it's being kind of slow so i get a call from my new boss now i started a new job about three weeks ago right my old boss you know they i told you the horror story about that shit Fucking guy was just being a piece of shit, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I just, I, I don't know, I just didn't like it, right? So, new boss pulls me in. Great dude. Super nice. Doesn't bug me about things. I show him the things I'm working on. I'm completely self-sufficient. He didn't even give me any kind of guidance. I was just like, dude, here are the things that I see that are wrong. <clears throat> here are the things that I think can help you out. Great. So, he, uh buzzes me Friday says hey man can I talk to you yeah yeah man what's going on 
And I'm thinking standard shit, right? Hey, we got a new guy start Monday. We need to get some laptops in, blah, blah, blah. Standard shit. He says, this may be a shock to you. This may not be a shock to you. But I got some news. And I'm like, oh. And in my head, I'm sitting there thinking, what the fuck did I do, you know? So, because, you know, you, when you when you get to when you get to my level, for lack of a better word, when you get to where I'm at in life and you've had to scrimp and just claw your way to the fucking top where you've had to eat shit a million fucking times, where you've had to deal with bosses that you would punch in the fucking mouth if you could get away with it, things like that. When you deal with that kind of shit all the fucking time, you're just waiting for the hammer to drop anytime, even even if you've been perfect. So he says, yeah, I got some things might shock you, might not. I'm like, all right, cool. He says, uh, I've put in my resignation. My uh, my next, uh, my next my last day is next Friday. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> So a couple things ran through my head on that. I was like, all right, well, are you are you in a spot where, like, because you could tell he was stressed for the last little bit, but it was like, did you hire me to kind of say, okay, I need to get a guy in here, and this guy knows what he's doing. He's kind of t- picked up the ball and just ran with it. So really, I don't need to be here anymore. Is it a spur-of-the-moment thing? You know, he's an older guy anyway, so it could be just a, you know, hey, man, I'm getting close to retirement. I don't fucking need this shit. I don't know. It was just fucking weird to me. So, I, I don't know. I just was one of those things that was like, it was shocking, but it wasn't a big deal. You know what I mean? It wasn't one of those things where, um, you know, you, uh, uh, you're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Yeah, you didn't have any of that shit. So, it's like, all right, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, adapt and overcome. And that's kind of been my philosophy in life, you know. I mean, I started, I started my adulthood in 93 and you know I think I told this before but I started my my adulthood in uh, 93 and everything I own fit in one quarter of a bed of a 94 Ford Ranger and now I'm a fucking multi-millionaire which you know god bless America man this is the greatest goddamn country on a fucking planet for a guy like me to start with literally nothing to go from that to having millions of dollars worth of property and, you know, cash flowing, working, you know, at a nice place, making a lot of money, you know, I mean, I bought a gun on a fucking whim, went down to the gun store, was looking at it going, oh, I need some ammo and want to see what else is out there. And I'm like, hmm, I want a gun. And it just did it. Just went in, fucking filled out the forms, 500 bucks out the door. It was fucking great. I mean, you cannot tell me this isn't the greatest fucking country in the world. We have legalized prostitution. To be fair, it's only legal in certain areas. I really wish it was legal nationwide. You know, legalized prostitution, gambling, hookers, or excuse me, hookers, um, weed and guns. In fact, I will tell you this. In my little area, I can go buy a gun, buy some whiskey, buy some weed, go hit the craps table, and be home within a couple of hours. I can do all of that all within like a 20-mile radius. I can then, if I really wanted to, hop on a plane, fly an hour and a half, and get a bunch of hookers. I'm like, come on, what else could you possibly want? You know, you know, guns, booze, weed, hookers, you know, it doesn't get much fucking better than that, right? So, anyway, got my gun, 
Well, I got the paperwork filled out. I got to jump through a million fucking hoops. In fact, the uh, the guy at the dealership, he uh, he said, well, he says it's going to be about 10 days. And just as a lark, I'm like, how dare you? And he goes, well, vote in better people. And I'm like, dude, I have a throwaway Twitter account I use to fuck with our attorney general because he's a weasel piece of shit. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> I got to fuck with a state senator, California state senator. Uh, I'll keep it. I'll keep it uh, vague, um, but basically, he tried to embarrass somebody about a year and a half ago by playing their comments out of text or out of context, and uh, he came up and he he started run, running his mouth about some other bullshit, and I called him on. Him. I'm like, hey dude, you you got called out for that shit, and he actually had the fucking nerve to say you're wrong. It's not what happened. She said what she said, and sure as shit, <laughs> I posted her entire comments and showed how he did how, how, how he took everything out of context and I said hey man this is where you're wrong you know I, I expect you to apologize and that motherfucker didn't apologize didn't say yeah you know what I was wrong none of that shit motherfucker just I don't know he's just a weasel piece of shit yeah I don't know I just I just fucking hate people I hate weasel politicians I hate people who bullshit I hate people who want to jump up and try to act like they have something they're not, like with LeBron. He fucking, I LeBron, he just, he's one of the ugliest motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life. He likes to run his mouth. He's, he thinks he's king shit. The problem is he's not. He's a goddamn basketball player, and that's it. You know, he doesn't have any kind of, you know, wisdom beyond what us plebs have or none of that shit. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ, man, calm the fuck down, you know? And of course, you know, there's all the usuals, you know, people getting on to Facebook and fighting up a storm. Luckily, I'm not on Facebook. I got rid of that shit. And if you got that shit, you get rid of Facebook, too. Facebook is a fucking devil. Get rid of it. You, I, I, can, I cannot stress this enough. Go, if you have an iPhone. I know the iPhone does it. I don't know if, you, if uh, Android does it. I imagine it does. Go into your iPhone. And look at Facebook and look at all the stuff that it tracks. It tracks your contacts, your GPS location, your call history, everything about you. In fact, when I was on Facebook about 10 years ago, they were like, hey, we're going to put out all these new, you know, privacy things. And I set it all up because I got a bunch of crazy fucking access. And I'll tell you why here in a second. And so I did that. Well, then a little while later, Facebook came out and said, hey, we got all these new uh, privacy protections in place and they set everything back open to wide open and I'm like what the fuck so I'd have all these crazy ex-girlfriends showing up right and so eventually it just got worse and worse and worse until finally one day I'm like what the fuck am I doing on this piece of shit fucking place you know so I got rid of them so here's why I've got crazy exes I have this philosophy my philosophy is when I'm with a woman I want to be the nastiest darkest chapter in her sexual diary I wanted to read there were all the other guys and then there was him I want her to experience everything with me now I'm super nice take you out to dinner have a great time blah 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 but I want to fuck in every way possible I want to be everything to you right eating your pussy got a thumb in your ass um, you know getting roadhead from you we're doing anal or you know maybe we go to a swingers party we're doing everything right because then 
Then if she decides she doesn't want to be with you anymore, you just made the next guy's life real fucking interesting. <laughs> because a lot of girls like to talk about the last guy they've ever been with. <laughs> so when I'm with a woman, those are the kind of things I do. You know, I want to fuck in every way possible. I want to have all the fun adventures. I want to do it all. And so, I kid you not, and this is going to sound like an exaggeration, but I kid you not, I have had exes from 10 years prior reach out to me. In fact, my current lady, I was sitting in my office uh, probably about three years ago. I had an ex reach out who I had not talked to in 10 fucking years. And I looked down and I'm like, holy shit. What the fuck? Because she was like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, weird. Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And she says, listen, um, you know, I, I think uh, I just want to reach out, see how you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, this is a fucking ego trip and a half. I haven't spoken to you in 10 years. Why are you reaching out? And she's like, well, you know, I missed you. I, mean, I thought about you and, you know. Uh, on and on and on and then of course it came the hammer came down she's like well you know I'm with this guy right now and you know it's not going that great and I'm like oh, okay now I see where we're going here I see what you're doing you're with a guy who's kind of a piece of shit in your eyes maybe he's a great dude who fucking knows but you're wanting to relive that fun little magic you're wanting to relive that time where we went into a fucking hotel room and we fucked like rabbits. You want to go into the time where you were kind of down and out. You needed a couple of bucks and I swooped in and paid for everything. You want to go back to the time when your son, who admittedly is a wonderful kid, loved him to death, who's a science geek in a little-ass town full of fucking hillbilly rednecks who don't like science, especially fucking astronomers, where I bought him a $400 fucking telescope. You want to go back to those times. Sorry, can't do it. I got a lady now. I got a baby now. There's no fucking way that's going to happen. Don't get me wrong, she was a good-looking broad, and she would do anything. She'd let me put it in any fucking hole I wanted to, but, you know, it's not, not going to happen. So I think nothing of it. And then, sure as shit, like a month later, another ex comes out of the fucking woodwork. And I'm like, holy shit, what in the fuck? I mean, I, I got a big enough ego as it is, but Jesus Christ, ladies, you know, this is great. So she came out of the fucking woodwork. Now, the interesting thing about her was we had a little overlap. I was dating her for a little while. And, you know, things were kind of going south on us. And it was just like, nah, you know, we got to go. And I met another girl. And we just kind of ended kind of explosively, like, you know, fuck you, fuck you, okay, great, whatever. Well, she reached out, and she would always famously said, you know, if we ever break up, and it's anything less than, you know, hey, I wish you the best, whatever, you will never hear from me again. And she fucking called me up, and I'm like, this is fucking wonderful. <laughs> this girl, the best part about her was she was a complete enigma, because she would suck my dick when I was driving the car which ladies trust me if you want your man to have wonderful thoughts about you all day long roadhead can never go wrong with roadhead driving along you're on your way to 
fucking a grocery store or some shit like that, you're like, baby, you look like you could use a little bit of stress relief. Yeah, I'm kind of stressed, you know, some shit's going on at work, whatever. Unzip his pants and suck his dick. Guarantee you. Guarantee you. He's going to have a smile on his face the rest of the day. Be like, man, this is my lady right here. This lady's great. So she does, right? Coming up and over the I-5 bridge. Now, to be fair, the I-5 bridge has some cameras on it, too, which I thought was kind of fun. But we're going up and over the I-5 bridge. She pulls my dick out, starts giving me a blowjob. This is great. Driving down the road, I finish, blast back of her fucking tonsils. This is wonderful, right? She says, hey, listen, I was thinking about stopping by this porn shop, picking up a couple things. Cool, man. You want to pick up, like, you know, some lube, some, you know, condoms, whatever the fuck. All right, great. We go into the fucking uh, porn shop. We're in a goddamn porn shop. And the lady behind the counter has got like 80 piercings in her fucking face and, you know, 20 tattoos. But I ain't going to judge, you know, who gives a fuck, right? She goes, hey, hey, guys, how's your day going? And I go, pretty good. Just got my dick sucked in the car on the way over here. And she turns bright red. Oh, my God, I can't believe you said that to her. I'm like, we're in a goddamn porn shop with a fucking 14-inch dildo on the wall. <laughs> this is not the place to get embarrassed, you know? What the fuck is wrong with you? So... Her reaching out afterwards was just the fucking epitome of, ah, as if my ego wasn't big enough, you know? So, oh, man, I had I had such a great treat, though, for you guys. I'm on Reddit um, as a lurker, and every now and then there'll be somebody who says, hey, you know, I'm looking to be a guest on a podcast. Great, I'm, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. In fact, my uh, uh, the guest that I had on, um, Brian... Johnson, I think his name was, uh, Johannesson, the, the comedian. And if I butchered his name, many, many apologies. Got him off of Reddit. You know, hey, you know, we chatted up. So I had a guest lined up where it was a female to male transgendered person. And I really wanted to get them on because one of the posts that this person did, I think her, I think his, her, whatever, uh, name was Beck. And there's a website, or there's a subreddit called Fallo, P-H-A-L-L-O. I have no idea what the fuck that means. But anyways, there, somebody had posted pictures of when they were a, a girl, like a born girl, and they had been basically flipped to where they had, like, constructed a dick, right? And it was fucking gnarly looking. you got to take a look at it. I, I'll, I'll see if I can find a link. But basically, there was, like, this incision in the belly basically where like a cesarean section would be and like this weird dick shaped thing that these poor doctors had to fucking create basically imagine if you took a, a lump of clay-doh and you you'd squeeze it in your hand and you made kind of this round odd shaped fucking thing it's clearly not a dick but you know neither, neither here nor there well the reason why i was excited for this guest was you know one girl becoming a guy is a lot more rare, at least publicly from what I've seen. Girl becoming a guy is a lot more rare than a guy becoming a girl. You see a lot more guys becoming girls um, than girls becoming guys. And so I had a million questions, like you know, hey, you still got your dick, or you know, or have you made a dick? Have you, have you, uh, you still got your pussy? You know, did they cut your tits off? You know, what about what about uh, you know having a period? You know, are you like if if they take everything out, are you still fucking moody and bloated? You know, are you? You know, what about dating, you know? I mean, if you if you tell somebody, hey, you know, I, I used to be a chick, you know, a lot of girls, you know, let's be honest, girls can pick out a dick versus, you know, a, a natural dick versus a non-natural dick, you know? So if you pull something out, girl might be like, what in the fuck is this, right? 
So, you know, it's like, hey, do you like girls? You know, do you like guys? You know, because you, you see these weird things. Because a lot of times people will equate transgender with being gay, which maybe there's some correlation there. I don't fucking know. But I was looking at it from the perspective of, okay, so you're a girl, you want to be a guy. Okay, cool. So if you're going to be a dude, a couple things you need to know. One, you're automatically going to get a raise because of that pay gap that's all made up, right? Okay, so you're going to get that. By the way, the mechanic's going to start telling you the real fucking uh, uh, problem. He's not going to make shit up. He's not going to be worried about changing out blinker fluid, you know. Um, you're going to get real pricing on things. Oh, yeah, by the way, um, expect to start paying for shit. Expect to start uh, having women expect shit from you and all the other fun things, you know, because there's a lot of negatives about being a guy, right? Let's be honest. If I walk into a fucking door, and a door into a place, and I don't hold the door open for somebody, then I get looked at kind of funny. If I tell a girl, hey, listen, I don't have a job in between jobs right now, girls look down on that from a guy's perspective. Um, you know, guys meets a girl, she says, hey, listen, you know, I'm kind of in between something, you know. He's going to kind of overlook that because he wants to get some pussy. Girl's not going to fucking do that. Girl's going to go, oh, yeah, that's, that's fucking wonderful, right? Guys are expected to pay for shit. You know, you, you girls want to say, no, 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 not me. You know, I, I pay for half on the first date. Yeah, yeah that's all fine and dandy. Well, if that's true, then you're a fucking unicorn. Because I cannot tell you how many times I've been out on a date and the check comes and girls just magically just can't seem to look at the check. I was looking at their phone. They're looking off in the distance. They're just waiting for me to take care of the fucking check. All right. Then there's a bunch of other, you know, negatives about being a dude, you know. You know, you're called an asshole. You're called, you know, the problem with America is you. All that kind of bullshit. So there's more to it than just, you know, oh, I want to be a dude, right? So then, of course, my next, you know, question is, like, you think this is mental illness, all right? Because now I want to get into the deep shit, right? Hey, do you think that, that you know, you were born a girl and the fact you want to be a guy, you think that might be mental illness? You know, maybe not a, you know, a negative thing or anything like that, but you think it might be something along the lines of, like, schizophrenia or sociopath or psychopath or some shit like that. Basically a mental illness, you know, because, I don't know, to me, if you were born in one body and you want to be in another, to me, that sounds like some shit you weren't wired right, you know what I mean? So, the basic bottom line is, is that, you know, I was kind of excited to have this person on, but it eventually fell through, you know, and who knows, they, they may come back and say, hey, you know, sorry, we got our wires crossed or, you know, what have you, but, you know, we kind of threw it together hodgepodge, so I really don't blame this person at all, you know, but, you know, I had a bunch, a bunch of questions, you know, it was like, you know, if you're going to have a dick, you know, can you pee out of it, you know, can you, you know, obviously you're not going to have balls, so you can't, like, jerk off, you know, so, like, if you have sex, like, how's that all going to work? Are you going to be able to, like, have an orgasm, come, do whatever, you know? Uh, what about your G-spot, you know? What are they going to do with that? Are they going to, like, flip it around into your ass, and all of a sudden it's like a uh, uh, prostate gland, you know, kind of thing? It's fucking weird, you know? And I'm, I'm going to screw all the uh, terminology up, but, you know, fuck you if you don't like it. Go pick up a medical book, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, uh, I was really excited to have this person on, you know, to say, you know, hey, here's here's what it's like for all these things. I mean, I do remember, God, there was like, I want to say like 10 or 15 years ago, Craigslist had a uh, uh, thing, and it was where a lot of prostitution was going on, and they had one person who was a girl who wanted to be a guy, had her tits lopped off, but still kept her pussy, and was whoring it out. <laughs> It was fucking great. Buddy of mine sent it to me, and he's like, dude, check this shit out. I'm like, this is fucking wonderful. And 
they they were like flat out like, listen, you want to come over and fuck me for half an hour? It's fifty bucks, and it's this, that, and the other. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> that's fucking great, you know. I mean, personally, you know, I've visited brothels before. Brothels are fucking magic. They're one of the greatest things that I've ever been to. I highly recommend it. You gotta get out there and just have sex with some of the hottest fucking women you have ever seen in your entire life. Just trust me. Try it. Just just trust me. You know, even girls. You know, girls. You you want you want to know what it's like to have another girl go down and eat your box? Do it. Just fucking try it, man. You know, you don't want to be like eighty fucking years old and go, well, you know, I lived in, I had a nice pure life, and no, fuck that. You know, I I want you know. I want stories of, you know, just complete debauchery, you know. Get my dick sucked going, driving up and over an I-5 bridge. That's fucking child's play. That's dumb shit, right? Having the, you know, been to a million fucking uh, um, swingers parties, having a girl who admittedly, one of the biggest women I've ever seen in my life, just take load after load after load in her pussy, which I'm just like, that's fucking disgusting on my end. But just to watch her go, I can't get pregnant, so you can come in me and then hop up hop in the shower, pressure wash the fucking hell out of her pussy, and then just do it again. I'm like, wow, that is a real whore. Good for you, honey, you know? <laughs> but, you know, spit roasting a lady who's in her 50s when I'm like 35, you know? Having a, you know, having another lady, you know, beg me to take it in her ass. Just all sorts of fun things, you know? You, you want to have your life story to be full of adventure, full of fun. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm looking at buying that comedy club. You know, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of comedy. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of running a business. I'm also a big fan of just, you know, the next natural adventure. You know, having a time where I can say, man, you know, I own a goddamn comedy club. I can say it's my club. I can go in and have people go, oh, shit, the owner's here, you know, and not deal with the fucking worst excuses I've ever heard. Can I tell you how many times I've had a tenant tell me, oh, man, I'll have rent for you by Friday. No problem. I'm like, all right, cool. Then they turn around like, oh, man, yeah, my mom's cousin's Altnair went out and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, shut the fuck up. Where's my rent? Stop fucking around, you know? In a comedy club, if they don't have any money, they don't get in. And that's it, you know? I want to have, you know, multiple comedy clubs. I want to have, you know, com I want to have comedians that I would recognize if I saw just their picture. All right. Now, I'm not saying I don't want to have comics that are, you know, unknown or whatever, but, you know, comics that are obviously the place that I'm looking at right now, it's big enough to where, you know, you got a guy who's a comic and he can be a road comic and he can work and that will be his main job for a career. And that's great. And I like having comics like that. But I also want to get big enough to where maybe not necessarily this comedy club. Maybe I buy a bigger comedy club. Maybe I start another comedy club. But I get a bigger comedy club. And that comedy club, I'm getting in real named people. People who come in and I look and I go, hey, I know that motherfucker. I've seen him on TV. I know that motherfucker. I've seen him in, on the radio. I've listened to him, you know, on, uh, you know, some of the comedy channels on, uh, on uh, Sirius XM. I got a Sirius XM subscription. It's great. I listen to uh, uh, Raw Dog. Fucking love that channel. You know? And I'm super excited to to have my own place. To be able to, to look. In fact, I've looked at, you know, some back-end shit that nobody gives a fuck about. I've looked at POS systems and I've looked at, you know, camera systems and bookings and, you know, all that other kind of shit. You know, kind of educating myself like crazy. But 
to be able to have a comedy club and have that adventure is wonderful. You know, in fact, I, I saw something from my bank and I was floored, absolutely fucking floored. They told me that they were going to give me working capital. And I went, cool. What does that mean? Does it mean what I think it means? Because I think it means you're going to cut me a check. Yep, exactly what it means. When they loan you money for buying a business, they assume the first six months you're going to, you know, lose a little bit of money. So I said, we'll give you a couple of bucks. They finance it in that deal, whatever. And I'm like, holy shit, they're going to finance it. And I said, well, I'm looking at the amount and it's almost the amount of my fucking down payment. I said, can I ask for a little bit more? Yeah. Can I ask for as much as my down payment? Yeah. Got to justify it, but yeah. And I'm looking at this going, holy fucking shit. You mean to tell me that I can put in my down payment, then you're going to turn around and cut me a check for my down payment for working capital? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And they're going to give me no interest, or excuse me, uh, interest only for the first six months. So I'm going, you're going to give me this business, and I'm going to I'm gonna be in a spot where I'm only paying interest for the first six months, so it gives me time to get systems in place, to get things going. And it's like, holy fucking shit. This is, this is great. This is the culmination of all my hard work of scrimping and saving and listening to people tell me I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, how I'm going to lose my ass, how I was going to, you know, basically just going to all fall apart. And now I'm really starting to gain traction. And be able to look at the people that, that were my detractors and say, see, look at this. That's the kind of fun thing I like, you know. I like being able to come home and know if I really wanted to, I could buy a Tesla tomorrow, right? You know, granted, I'd have a $1,200 a month car payment. You know, I'd put $10,000 down, blah, 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 blah. But I could, right? Knowing that I can buy a 3,000-square-foot house, even a 4,000-square-foot house. But I don't, you know. I mean, that's the kind of thing that I've been working for for the past 10 years. And I'm really starting to enjoy kind of the fruits of my labor and one of those fruits is going to be this club and I really hope it goes through and I really hope that you know things kind of work out but you know I'll keep you guys posted when it all comes to fruition or not so yeah come tomorrow I expect to have a uh, meeting with the CEO of my current company and uh, have him explain to me what we plan on doing but uh, I get the feeling that uh, come tomorrow I think it's just going to be one of those things where I'm going to kind of be on my own and it's like, all right, make some magic happen, you know, which ultimately that's why I love doing. So, all right, well, I'm going to call out at this point. So, uh, I don't have a show sponsor. Uh, so Henry Weinhardt's root beer, go have some. It's fucking great. Try it out. I think you'll like it.